1: Love First Christian Center.
2: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wing
1: Radio. Pastor is says up to us in a Bible study. And he said this, if everyone in this room started at zero, the same people will be rich and the same people will be poor.
3: I got offended when we first heard She got mad at you, like In 1998. Yeah. But after I thought about it, He was so right, because regardless of where everyone started out, your spending habits are still going to be the same. We
2: hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something.
1: The plan works when you work the yes. plan. And I stayed home because we couldn't afford daycare. Right. And I, I was da- I was daddy daycare. I took care of Joe Moe Praise God. Took him to the pool. Did the walks. Did the yeah. whole process. I was he the cook. Cooked dinner. I cooked dinner. I made steak and cheese, hamburgers, Y'all, hot dogs, the you never met a French.
3: Jamaican that didn't know how to make rice until we got broke. <laughs> hey, how you make rice?
1: Now see that wasn't necessary. See that 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 wasn't on you know, the script. That one. That... I thought you were
3: Jamaican.
1: See that? There they go, that whole Jamaican <laughs> joke. See that? So every, every Jamaican supposed to make rice? Huh? Every Jamaican smoke weed, <laughs> too? Huh? huh? Is that what you're trying to say?
3: That's a staple. That's a staple? A staple. Like, that's like the main course. Okay. okay don't be, don't be playing I'm, I'm, with me. Don't I, I playing would with go, me. I would go rice there with you, but I'm not going to go. Don't be playing with me. Anyway, so our budget was so strict, we knew exactly what we were eating. We had a menu.
1: Yeah, Wednesdays was Hungry Howie's. We had every day that had the discounted food. So I had it all strategically planned out. You know, Tuesdays, the Happy meal for $2. So we structured it. Right. And I said, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to get there. We ate cereal. Yeah, it was simple. It wasn't that, let me say something. Being broke is easier.
3: And not that we couldn't afford to go out. But we, were, we had a plan, and we were trying to save so much money Great. each month. Real talk. So we sacrificed doing certain things to it's, be able to go certain places.
1: Because when you don't have a lot of money, you know what the menu is. On the other side, dollar menu. It's easy. But when you get money, you say, babe, where you want to eat? I don't
2: know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but when you're broke, you know exactly where you're going. <laughs> you know, Wendy's, dollar menu, <laughs> McDonald's. Yes, Lord Jesus. Five guys, no. <laughs> See, it, it becomes real easy when your money is short. Raise right. your hand if I'm telling the truth. When you get money, you get all creative. What you want? Oh, I want calamari. Well, there ain't no calamari at McDonald's. We ain't doing no calamari. <laughs> we are all off subject, So, sweetie.
3: But once we, once we moved here, even though we were making more money once we moved here, and we were living right for of 301 and Bloomingdale... We did not get that cable cut on for a whole year because I wanted to move into my house that following year. I still had that two-year plan even though we moved. And we moved right in Panther Trace.
1: Sure enough, David they they Weekly Homes. That next year. Made it happen. And
3: being disciplined.
1: Pastor the says something to us in a Bible study. And he said this, if everyone in this room started at zero, the same people will be rich and the same people will be poor.
3: I got offended when we first heard she got this mad at she like, in 1998. Yeah, but after I thought about it, he was so right because regardless of where everyone started out, your spending habits are still going to be the same. And I'll see somebody with a Louis Vuitton bag, and you live in an apartment, and you about hurting my feelings. You about hurting my feelings. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but let me just tell you something. Your priorities are a little jacked up. That's what what I'm saying because if you have Christian Louis Vuitton shoes and you got red bottom shoes and you can't afford to pay your water bill, your priorities are jacked up. Even if you saved each month, you allocated funds for some shoes and you didn't think to put that in savings to live better. To get something that doesn't depreciate. (laughs) ROI, return on investment. This This is real talk. Return on investment. If it's a depreciating asset and you can't afford to get it with leftover money, after you've already put away for your savings, after you've already put away for your children's college, after you've already paid all your bills, after you have your little entertainment money and your vacation money, this is, I'm talking about extra, extra, extra. Then you can't afford it.
1: Ooh, that's good. I ain't got to say nothing. Preach.
3: So make sure you have your priorities in order because God wants his money first, and then you need to prioritize what's important to you. Write a list.
1: That's good.
3: Write a list of everything, all your bills, your savings, Everything if you don't have children then you're not gonna have a children bill because that can get real high depending on what your child does as extracurricular activity or if your child gets in trouble and decide to hit somebody in the back of the car. Anyway, I kind of threw jump onto the bus, didn't I? I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to see
1: see good. See yeah. when you get the and microphone and start talking, talk stuff be that. coming out. See, see
3: but and you Keep have a, you have your emergency <laughs> money fund and everything, you put it in order by priority. <clears throat> If you're shopping money, like if you're a shopper Mm -hmm. and you're single or if you're married and shopping is a serious thing, y'all might be a shopper, that might be your thing. Or your car payment, (laughs) like you want to get a brand new car and that's your goal. Hey, I say go for it. But make sure your priorities are in order first.
1: By the way, if you're in the process of a lifestyle transition, Dr. Hill, you taught this is really good. Just because you make more money doesn't mean you're ready to buy a new car. That's
3: right.
1: Because here's what you do. Your, your income gets up. Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't change, you're giving and saving, then you're ready. But what we do is we get a promotion and we take the extra and buy and, and increase our lifestyle. So even though you make more, you still don't have more.
3: Right, because
1: you increase your... Because money. you increase... So, so I told... We, I got it to where I said, look... I can go to McDonald's and make it now because I got our nut, our monthly income so low that if, if, if church goes away, I'm good because I've learned being an independent contractor and being a business owner. Nothing's promised, so I never get my expenses too high. Or the other thing we people do, you bank on your promotion. You don't know you're going to get that promotion. And
3: spend it you You start, you, you get start.
1: Well, well, next year with this promotion and that one, then I can afford it. And you buy it now, so you get a promotion later. The devil is a liar. You better work with the math you got. But these are things people do often and make these mistakes. Right. And you set yourself backwards. Amen. Now, I took a beating doing it this way, the hard way, learning this way. So my whole goal is for you not to make the same mistakes that we did. Bankruptcy. I filed for bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. I got foreclosed on. My bins got repossessed. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you stuff I thought. I'm telling you what I know. Now, it's embarrassing to say that, but if if my embarrassment can save you, I'd rather you be saved. But what happens if you're not careful, you will try to live on a level you're not ready for.
3: And just because you can afford the monthly payment doesn't mean you can afford the car. You need to check the maintenance.
1: Boy, you are going. You are, you are, you are. Is that a
3: dollar? I already put 20 in there. Look, man. You you want them high.
1: You can't get her no dollar. You got to come with 20s. Lord,
3: (laughs) Don't play with me. Um,
1: (laughs) Let me get get some money ready. Your
3: car. Payment is. You're funny. I'm just gonna throw a number out there, and I'm, I'm not trying to shock anybody. Cause some people's car payment may be $200. Which is praise the Lord, if it is. But some people's car payment is $1,000 up in here. Let's just keep it real. You got bad interest rate on your car, or your car is just really expensive car. You may be able to afford $1,000 a month, but if you can't afford that $500 or $1,500 maintenance fee that you're going to have to do every six to eight weeks and the in- increase in insurance because the car costs so much, I know. Count your costs.
1: Because some people, the car costs a lot.
3: Because it paid. Some people i am just hold my tongue in the name of Jesus. You ain't holding your tongue
1: yet today. Why well, do stop now? Verse 21.
3: <laughs> my <laughs> truck is used. Verse 21.
1: Right? Verse 21. My oh, car used to. It too. <laughs> was? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Used on the showroom
2: You're floor. listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing Word. And now, let's get back to the Word.
1: Verse 21. But you know what? <laughs> Verse 21, the master was
3: <laughs> That's supposed to be you or me.
1: I'm trying to, sweetie. We, we, we can... 21,
3: you, you want me to read a baby?
1: No, I don't where we at are we on
3: 21 22
1: 22. the servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said master you gave me two bags of silver to invest i have earned two more the master said well done my good and faithful servant you have praise god amen been faithful in handling the small (laughs) amounts so now i will give you many more god can't increase your responsibility if you can't handle it this is a good one responsibility will gravitate to the shoulders of who can handle it i say it again responsibility will always gravitate to the shoulders of the person who can handle it that's why in your family it seemed like you always got to get it always falls on you well that's a blessing because responsibility will always gravitate to the shoulders who can handle it even on your job people just give you promotions why because they see that you can what Amen. The servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew. Everyone said, I knew. That means he knew. You were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was. That's why we don't give, by the way. You're afraid it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. If, if I give, will I have enough? At some point, you got to jump. At some point. Hallelujah. I was afraid I'd lose your, who's, look, your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here's my money back. Here's your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. If I knew, if you knew I harvest crops I didn't plant and gather the crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in a bank? At least I would get some interest. God's expecting some interest. Hmm. At least I've got some inch of my money. Then he ordered, take the money from the servant, and, this servant, and give it to the one with 10 bags. To those who use well what are given, even more will be given. And they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even a little with what they will be taken away. That's what about the poor you will always have. See, listen, brothers and sisters. You, you could have... You have to be ma- mindful not to have a poverty spirit and a mentality. That's why when Pastor Lisa said the, that, that if we could all start at zero, the, pro, the poor person will be, still be poor. Why? Because they make poor decisions. I was at the gas station. Brother pulled up in a car. Hey, Pastor, look at my new car. I said, praise the Lord. It's a 16. I didn't ask you that question. But that's cool. It's a 16. I said, but, but Aren't all y'all living in an apartment? That, that, that don't make sense. Choices. Everyone say choices. Decisions. Consequences. Because see, when you go to get the home loan, they say you can't because of the car loan. Because see, the car loan is costing you the home loan. Raise your hand if they told you that before. They'll tell you that. No, no, the the car loan is costing. You get the house, then get the car. Right. Cars are easy. They throw right. them to you. Here, take it. Homes ain't easy. Right. That's right. So so get keep yourself right. Get the house, then get the stuff. Everyone say order. Oh, glory. Proverbs. Look, we must give God first. Honor the Lord with your wealth. And with the first fruits of all your crops, your income, then your barns will be abundantly filled and your vats will overflow with new wine. The word honor means weight. Give, put, weight, Make him a priority. Put him first. Look at the the benefits. Then, everyone say then. That means if you do this, this is what happens. Your barns will be abundantly filled and your vats will overflow with new wine. All right, next one. I'm flying now, baby. Yeah. We must keep the enemy out of our money. Look at this, keep, keep him out. Now, this is so good. This is in Genesis. Look what it says. And the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. But Abel brought an offering, the finest and the firstborn. A- everyone say, there's a difference. There's a difference. He brought an offering, but, he brought for, but Abel brought first. And the Lord had respect and regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and his offering, he had no respect. So Cain became extremely angry, indignant, and he looked annoyed and hostile. and the Lord said to Cain, "Why are you so angry? Why did you look why, annoyed?" And if you, look he says, "If you do well, believing me and doing what is acceptable and pleasing in me, will you not be accepted? If you do not do well, here it is y'all, but ignore my instruction: sin crouches. the Bible says the, di- the, uh, the, the devil." crouches and see who's he to devour. Sin crouches at your door. Its desire is for you to overpower you, but you must master it. Guess what? If you don't master it, it masters you. Don't let the devil in your house. And he says he's sitting at the door waiting for you to open it up. And when you don't do what God tell you to do, you opened up your finances to the devil. And it comes to steal, kill. Well, Pastor, how do you know? Because you never have enough. You work three jobs, your car always breaks down. Something always going wrong. You might be. <laughs> Trust God. This is good. Philippians. We all have an account. And you Philippians know that in the early days of preaching the gospel, after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you alone. For even in Thessalonica, you sent a gift more than once for my needs. Here's the key point, y'all. Church, look up at 17 and read together. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek the profit which increases to your heavenly account. Whose account? Whose account? Now, look says. But I have received everything I in full and more. I am amply supplied, having received from Ephroditus the gift you sent me. They are fragrant aroma and offering an acceptable sacrifice which God welcomes in which he delights. Verse 19, here it is, y'all. Let's read together. And my God will liberally supply Feel until full your every need according to his righteousness in Christ Jesus is accumulating for who? You control your money, you control your increase, you control your favor. It's on my wife and I we, we, we got on a we got a boat for our family. We went fish fishing. Her daddy said he want to go fishing. I said, I'll, I'll get a boat. So we went fishing. And uh, in the process of time, uh, me and her brother were standing next to each other fishing. He got a fish. And uh, so I was out. He was dealing with the raw on the reel. So I was trying to unhook it for him. In the process of me trying to unhook it, I got a bite. So the pressure of that, as me unhooking his fish, the hook. Caught my finger. It
3: went and through your finger. It went. The hook went through his finger.
1: The hook went in my finger. So now, I'm, I'm, I'm blocking my body up because I'm not, I'm not trying to go f- swimming today. Because, you know, if you're not careful, that... that so I said, okay, get, get right now. So, so I'm holding, and now I'm trying to get this hook out of my hand. And I'm trying to do it by myself. And my wife's over there screaming. I said, baby, come help me. No. no, no, no. I said, okay, well, there you go. Praise God. I'm glad it I got was, life insurance. It was, it
3: was. He's not describing it to you very well. It was like meat from his finger coming out the part where the hook came all the way. Yeah, you don't set the hook so in you there now. Wants me, and hooks, I don't know if you guys, if you ever <laughs> go fishing, a hook has a piece in it where the fish can't back out and just, so it's not going to just slide out. You would have to pull that meat back through his finger. I'm not doing that. Cut that line. We're gonna go to a doctor, professional. They're gonna numb your finger and they're gonna pull it out and then they're gonna disinfect it and do it I stuff. Anyway, there's fish guts all over that thing. I'm like, look. No. I'm
1: from the hood. We are gonna get this thing out right now. No. So, so I'm sitting there holding the line because I don't want the fish to take me, but at the same time I'm trying to unhook.
3: <laughs> and the my hook. dad's like, mm-hmm, y'all be alright. <laughs> It's just a
1: hook. <clears throat> anyway, so her brother, he's on the side of me. And he says this. He says, Jomo, do you trust me? Come on, dog. Uh, this, 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 uh, this, ain't, this ain't one of them truth or death tests, man. You know, I'm about to go in the water, man. Don't, don't ask me no questions. And, and, so I'm still fighting my own. He said, he said, "Bruh, bruh, bruh. do you trust me? I said, go ahead, man. I released, and he stuck it in further to get it out. And, and the Holy Spirit hit me. He says, "Jomo, so many people don't see the other side. See, I was looking for my perspective. He saw the other perspective. See, some of you have been hooked by the devil and see you trying to fight the battle in the natural and God's on the other side saying son let me help get you free but see you you keep fighting because see you want to do it in your own strength and he said brother do you trust me I ask you today do you trust him guess what he sees what you don't see he's on the other side and he's trying to get you out but you are the biggest enemy yes raise your hand if you know I'm talking about you You've been hooked, and God is trying to get you free, but you're too smart. I got it. I got it. I'm sitting there shaking. Blood coming. I got it. I'm good. It it don't hurt. And he said, brother, do you trust me? That's what it really boils down to. Do you trust God? Either the word is true or it's not.
2: Do you trust them?
1: I got a question I need to ask you.
2: Do you trust them with your life?